0: The Mark West Sports Podcast.
1: All right, welcome to the Mark West Sports Cast with your boy Marcus Benjamin. Also with Wesley P- Pierre. Here to give you them real picks for the week so you can make that bread. Scare money, don't make no money. Yeah, uh, more on that a little bit later. because uh, we'll talk a little Gucci main uh young hey. T. Sure. Uh, they, they got a little versus battle going on this week, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that too. Uh, but the game of the week, um, as you can probably already know based on Wes's background, was the Dolphins against the Chargers. Big matchup against you know two uh, potentially really good rookie quarterbacks with uh, Tua Tagovailoa and Justin Herber. But we saw who was the better team overall. And you can make argument you. As a better quarterback, too, mm-hmm. because uh, the, uh, the, the game went south of the charges when Herbert threw that interception to Xavier Howard. So overall, it was another great. Win by the Dolphins. I mean, I mean, what can you say about this team? I mean, I mean, Wes and I, we keep picking them every week, and it's not only because we home team; it's because that's what we see, and that's Mm -hmm. what's
0: happening. They're doing their thing,
1: exactly. And you know, I expect that to continue with the schedule that they come that 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 they got coming up. So, I mean, my takeaways from the game: Tua look look great. Uh, It's really promising to see him be effective in the red zone. You know, the fact like he's inside the 20s, making great, great throws, great decisions. Uh, although there was a couple uh, questionable throws, but he's almost working. picks. Almost yeah, picks. Mm-hmm. yeah he, he had a couple of, well, he had one ball in particular that should have been intercepted straight up, went through the boys' hands, like straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall you're still getting a great performance we have basically no running game like it's basically a dude out there on the street that's that's running the football for us right now that sounds
0: like the New England Patriots the old New England Patriots didn't have no running back got Corey Dillon then got all these other running backs to you know filling that 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 void that they were missing so the Dolphins I mean that's what they're calling us in in the ESPN in the NFL like a newer version of the New England Patriots, but Patriots South,
1: <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, I mean, basically a no-name running back. Hopefully, we get uh, the young boy um, uh, Gaskins back soon. But uh, it's really the defense uh, that's really winning games for the Dolphins right now. Flores is really doing his thing, and they this team just keeps on rolling. Uh, it's it's great to see the Dolphins really you know, do their thing, and everybody can can get on board. If you haven't jumped on the bandwagon yet, go ahead and jump on. There's plenty. Oh, they're going to jump
0: on. They're going to jump on. Trust me. You plenty feel people. me? Like, <laughs> we're used to the people doing that.
1: Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we roll with winners, and right now Dolphins is winning. I'm actually every, – every time I go somewhere, I'm starting to see Dolphins gear, see people with Dolphins masks everywhere, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Like, damn, I, I stayed walking Mines of when to lose. Not like, now y'all coming out the woodwork. But, you know, it is what it is down here.
0: Yep. Yeah, but going back to what we were saying in our previous podcast where I was saying, like, you know, this ain't a basketball town, a football town. You know, it's a sports town. If you're winning, then you're going to have people, you know, doing exactly what Mark is saying. You know, you go outside, you see people wearing Dolphin jerseys and Dolphin memorabilia, you know. So it's always a good thing to see the Canes, to see the dolphins and also see the Marlins actually um, moving in the right direction. You know, it seems like right right now for Miami, everything with sports for Miami is doing good on a, on a, you know, positive track, but yeah, going back to the game, you know, that we had on Sunday, like trying to tell people, you know what I mean? Hopefully y'all used me and Marcus, um, um, you know, strategies, our whole points, you know, to place bets and, you know, win some bread. But remember, I told you, man, my score was final 28 to 17. And the score wound up being 29 to 20, you know, off, a, you know, late, you know, field goal from, you know, dead time with 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 um, the Chargers. But I kind of tell you, I told you guys that that Tua don't really have to do much. I mean, you got most quarterbacks. Um, of course, I was kind of off on, you know, gave him the Aaron Rodgers and the Drew Brees, Um, accolades but you know um, my whole point was you know um, you're going to have teams that's going to you know um, not just teams but quarterbacks that's going to go ahead and give you these big numbers passing touchdown wise but if you don't have the special team to go with it if you don't have the defense to go with it then you're going to have all these these accolades without without the title you know same thing like with James Harden you know you got you the MVP of the league former MVP of the league scoring titles this that and the other and you don't have no ring. So um, with Tua, Tua has a, a team that's built perfectly for him. O-line is looking stout right now. Um, I think we still can do a little better on the O-line um, because um, the pocket don't be as clean as I would want. Better upgrade than what we had these previous years. But, you know, um, I like perfection as far as um, blocking our quarterback, especially if he's coming off a hip injury. but. Um, Yeah, that game was perfect, you know, um, Tua didn't have to do much, the defense did what it did, the um, special teams gave us a block, you know, a block field goal, uh, or was it a block punt, Um, regardless of the fact, oh yeah, block punt, pick up and scored, Um, it seems like for the last few weeks that our team been scoring in every aspect of the game, and I'm loving that, you know, our field goal kicker is uh, making Bryce Flores don't have to do too much, you know, um, we, he, 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 I trust the field goal kicker. He, he reminds me of a young Olinda Mare, you know, as a matter of fact, he just passed Olinda Mare um, as far as record wise, what, what consistent kicks, you know, concess- consecutive kicks. Um, so yeah, going back to what I was saying, man, you know, I was kind of questionable on how um, we spent the money on the corners, knowing that we needed so many other things, but look, we, <laughs> we I told you Byron Jones and the X-Man was not gonna make sure that that that, um, that um, our, our, our opposing quarterback was not gonna go ahead and do what he's been doing. I mean, of course, you know, like I said, you know, you have top picks, you know, um, Tua and um, Justin Herbert, both of them, their, their career is gonna be, you know, kind of compared until they retire. Um, hopefully they have a long career, you know, but again, the Dolphins. You see yeah. the logo. They're doing what they're doing. I can't yeah. say anything but just praise the Dolphins
1: um and what they're doing in Brian Flores. It's feeling like the 90s right now when when Dan Marino was dominating, you know, hopefully we can take a home uh with a Super Bowl. Uh two more things about this game though. Did you see that Justin Herbert like got a haircut now? Yeah, Justin oh. Herbert he looked like he's like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's what we're doing to people right now. We're making them think about their whole life. Yeah, like, like
0: I, I got this juju on me, man. I need it. I need to change everything. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, look, I mean, whatever you know, whatever you need to do to, to change it up, you know, do that. But Justin Herbert had to get a haircut. It looks totally different now. So now let's let's just let's talk about the division race because it's a real race right now between the Dolphins and the buffalo bills um it, so more like the 90s like i was saying which transitions us to to the next game to really talk about which that buffalo bills arizona cardinals game that everybody was talking about with that ending that ending was crazy i was Ooh. watching i actually was watching that game you know because the dolphins game was pretty much pretty much over at that point so i was watching you know that game and I was like, wow, Buffalo came back with, with the last second touchdown. to Diggs. Great catch by Diggs. I thought this game was over. The Bills thought this game was over. Mm-hmm. They sh- they had no business losing that game. No business losing that game. But what happened? Hale Murray happened. <laughs> Hale Murray happened. Kyle Murray hits D-hop, DeAndre Hopkins, Nuck, whatever you want to call him, over three dudes. In the end zone, catches the ball for a touchdown. One of the best plays of the season by far. DeAndre Hopkins, one of my best favorite receivers in this league for for a while now, and he just keeps proving just how good he really is. But the Buffalo Bills had no business losing that game. If you got three dudes in the end zone, there's no excuse. I don't care if it's Megatron. You got to knock that ball down. These dudes were trying to get an interception for some reason over DeAndre Hopkins and that's the reason why they lost the game. You know, I'm mad at them for doing it, but I'm happy because it's the Buffalo Bills. So exactly, because they, exactly. now they lost another game and we are one game away from tying them record-wise in a division. So it's a really key win for Dolphins fans, because we legit have a chance to win this division. So we might be looking at that play, you know, like at the end of the season, like, wow, if we didn't have Hale Murray, we wouldn't have won the division. So that that that's something we got to look look at for, for the future as, you know, something that that really might help us to actually win this division.
0: Yeah, so, piggybacking off of what um, Marcus was saying, like, you know, the Dolphins, you know, we we've been picking the Dolphins for the last few weeks and we we've been successful in our picks. Um, But yeah, going back to that game, you know, um, I I really liked that game. It kind of, it kind of reminded me of the game that we had with with them the week prior, you know, for it going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I don't know how, you know, the Buffalo bills went ahead and um, found a way to lose the game. But again, you know, organizations um, you have some teams that's historically fuck-ups, historically wind up losing the game in pivotal moments. You know, that's the New York Jets. It's been the Dolphins for a few years now, but we still have a history of winning. You know, we have championships, you know, same thing, you know, with these other teams, but it seemed like their curse is still going and still brewing, and ours, we got that monkey off our back, but um, at play. You had Kyler Murray, you know. I thought he was sacked in the pocket. He done scrambled like Michael yeah. Vick, you know, and he just
1: heaved it. He heaved it. Yeah. And, and which it was, was really a perfect. Hard. <laughs> you it was really hard to throw on the run that hey. far and that accurate. I mean, that's that was a great throw by Kyler Murray. I mean,
0: reminded I me of somebody that we have in our own backyard right now in Tua, you know. Yeah. I mean, both those guys kind of look similar. You know, you got Kyler, you know, that's a little bit more elusive. He, but but they look, they kind of look the same, built the same, you know, yeah. and, and, and it's just that um, I think probably that hip injury kind of, you know, took a little bit of his finesse away from him. But still, regardless of the fact, he still has the, the clutch accuracy in the run. Kyler Murray, when he came from OU, I wanted him also. I was trying to find a way to have the Dolphins draft him, you know, um, because of the accuracy. But, I mean, look. I mean, faith is faith, and we got the quarterback that's uh, the most accurate quarterback in NCAA history, but going back to the game, you have Kyler Murray just heaving it, um, evading um, on the defense. You know, I'm like, damn, I thought he was sacked by like three or four different times before he made that throw on the sideline, and like, damn, DeHaw, he's just showing you what it is when he has a good quarterback behind him and a good, good coach behind him. Not saying that Watson is not a good quarterback, but again, it goes back to the organization. Whereas when the top, you know, you got the the management, you got the the players, you know, everyone's on the same page and, you know, with the Texans, you know, thank God I want you to go haywire because we do got your pick. So continue being like that for the rest of the year. But it just shows like when you have um, the organization really behind you and your quarterback and your Rod receiver, which is indeed hot, that well, what he can actually do, you know, um, he's been one of the best raw cor- um, receivers in the league for a few years now. You know, um, you got the Julio Jones and stuff like that. Um, you know, but but again, yeah, they did what it did. Um, it was a it was a picture perfect um, Hail Murray. And, 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 and I don't mind because you know it was going against someone in our division. You know, you got um, the Miami Dolphins coming in second in the division right now. I think we got an easier schedule than the Buffalo Bills. So, you know, for us taking that number one seed at the AFC, it seemed like more reasonable for me right now. Um, also, you have the New England Patriots, um, which is going to be the next game that we're kind of going to jump on. The New England Patriots, you know, the evil empire is trailing right there behind us. You yeah. know, so, so again – you know, these early games that they lost, you could kind of take that as a preseason game. Same thing with the Dolphins and every other team. You know, those teams that actually did win in the beginning, you know, that was a uh, a plus, you know, because it really was training cap for everyone. You know, everybody's dealing with this COVID right now. I don't even know if we're going to wind up finish, finishing the season. Um, you have the okay. NCAA, you know, and uh, practically – every team even our team you know is postponed for for, for till next month but but yeah. again you know oh, yeah, um we got man. the buffalo bills one dolphins trailer number two and we got the evil empire trailer number three so that's gonna go to our highlights for the next game the ravens and the patriots where i was trying to tell everybody i was trying to tell everybody that bill belichick's gonna find a way to win he's gonna find a way to win not only that but you have lamar jackson going out in public and saying that, yo, they know what we're doing before we actually do it. And again, you remember Marcus was saying like, again, you got COVID, people are already saying that they can actually hear everything, you know? And I was saying like, look, we just went through the NBA finals. You know, it's certain things that I would never hear on the screen. I was hearing on the screen. You know, I I liked it as a fan hearing certain things, but um, you got to learn how to disguise your your, your offense, you know, um, your plays. Um, especially at a time like this, but yeah, going back to what I was saying, the New England Patriots,
1: huh? I mean, yeah, yeah, I get, I give you props to that, and I hate giving you props for ah. a win, you know. But one, one of the funniest memes that I seen this week, um, uh, was when they, it was raining, it was raining like crazy in that game, it was like crazy, like sideways rain going on. But as soon as that game ended, what happened? It stopped. I was like, "Damn, Belichick! Bellichi is controlling the weather too." Talk to the gods. <laughs> yo, he's he's talking a storm for from, from the X Men. Like, what the hell is going on? And it seemed like it definitely affected Lamar Jackson. You know, uh, Lamar Jackson, not the greatest passer in the world, but you know, a little rain probably is gonna you know be a detriment to him. I'm like, damn, you know, like seriously. And seriously, not just
0: that, but he he won't be able to cut if he if he was running he won't be able to run the way he want to because the floor is so slippery. You know, he don't want to injure himself. He's not able to like juke the way he want to. So, so yeah, you know, that game, Bill Bella cheat, you know, he finds a way. He spoke to God, you know, he, and God answered his prayers. You yeah. know, I don't think he speak to the same God that I speak to, you know, cause, cause, cause my, my God don't cheat, you know, but again, you know, it was a great game, you know, Cam yeah. Newton did what it did, you know, Cam Newton looked like Cam Newton the old. Um, he had a lot of, lot, lot of plays that 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 he wind up doing. Um, that I thought that he, he he just didn't have it no more. And then he showed me he still had that little pep to his step. Um, of course, the rain did uh, factor in. You know, you got a quarterback that's um, more of like a Superman. That's what he calls himself. He's he's going to use his body more of his elusiveness um you know on the contrary with Lamar Jackson so um yeah. so, you know 50-50 plays i would like Cam Newton in that situation and DeRain who's the perfect quarterback to have than Cam Newton at, at that particular time so yeah that game was was perfect it was wild um i don't mind um the New England Patriots winning again of course cuz you remember like i told you i don't need them finding no way to get anybody in free agency from the draft as a quarterback I don't need no new Tom Brady for another 20 years so that's yeah that's
1: a good point actually a good point I didn't even think about that but yeah that <laughs> win yeah it gets them more away from uh Trevor <laughs> Lawrence or, or Justin Fields thank exactly. you exactly so so good win by the Patriots just don't get more wins than us and we're we good to go
0: <laughs>
1: <ain't> oh, okay. <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, that, that, that game is crazy. Bill Belichick, yeah, he, he did it again. When you always feel like you count the Patriots out for some reason, they come up with a win. They did so in those last two games. I still don't think they're making the playoffs because there's there's way too many good teams in the AFC. And I, I just don't think they can, you know, make an, a, a, a big enough run uh, to make the playoffs. So, I feel the Patriots are still in the middle of the AFC, not going to be better than the Dolphins. I feel like the Dolphins are just an overall better team. I can't wait to see them play again. We are going to see them play at home um, in, a, in a few weeks here. So we'll see how good you really are, Cam Newton, because I, I, I got a feeling like Cam Newton is going to make so many mistakes against this Dolphins defense. And Cam Newton, he's some bro. It's like sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not. You know, he's not a player you can really depend on uh, in in clutch situations. And to be honest, that New England offense is really all about that O-line. That O-line is good enough to, you know, to win championships. It's really – they really ain't got a lot of playmakers. Uh, They got some average running backs. Uh, Their defense is pretty good in the secondary because they shut down Hollywood Brown. I mean, albeit that's like their biggest play – biggest big play receiver is Hollywood Brown, and he got shut down. Willie Sneed, he's an average receiver. Really, um, he did get two touchdowns in the game, but, like, he, he wasn't explosive. But it all comes down to the weather that, that Bill Belichick was controlling anyway, and I'm mad that he was controlling that shit. <laughs> you know, somebody needs to really investigate how he's controlling the weather in, in New England. So, but anyways, uh, we'll move on to the Thursday night game where the weather is terrible all the time in <sighs> Seattle. Uh, it's always raining in Seattle uh Russell Wilson, it seemed like there's been a dark cloud over him lately, you know he's been walking around like the dude in um in, in, in peanuts in um in Charlie Brown. <laughs> Acting on sad, you know, like come on, man. Like, what's going on? Because the last three games, I believe, are statistically probably his worst games of his career. Yeah. And now he he goes against a red hot Arizona Cardinals team, who we just talked about. And I don't see Russell Wilson bouncing back from this game. Me neither. But, me neither. Because Russell Wilson needs a running game. We all I think we forget that he beast won a mode. championship because of beast mode. You know, um, yeah, they also had a great defense as well. But the reason why Russell Wilson was great is because he had a running game. And Chris Carson is kind of an underrated running back. Uh, because he kind of came out of nowhere. Like what college did he go to? I don't even know. And I usually know what college every running back has gone to. <laughs> but I don't I don't know where Chris Carson really really came from. He kind of came out of nowhere, but he's he's developed into this really great player and he's been injured past three weeks, I believe. And the, their backer running back, Carlos Hyde, also been injured. I mean, yeah, you got the young boy DJ Dallas from the U and you got Travis Homer from the U, who was also injured like the last two weeks. So you had DJ Dallas, who's good, but he's a rookie. Um, I think he's he'll develop into a, a good back down the line, but he's not going to develop a strong running game like Chris Carson did uh, for Russell early in the season. So because of that, I feel like Russell Wilson loses another close game to the Arizona Cardinals who are just hot right now, and I just can't see picking against them.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, Russell, <laughs> Russell Wilson, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he basically messed up my whole pick last week. You know, I put the faith in him I'm talking about, you know, um, they got rid of, you know, Sherman and the Legion of boom and, you know, Marshawn Lynch and his, his team now. And he, I like what he's doing off the field and, you know, I'm giving you all these motherfucking accolades and your ass just do this to me and made me look crazy on, on, on the Mark West sports cast. Um,
1: uh,
0: I, I think it's going to go back and forth just like what you're saying. Um, Defense-wise, yeah. Arizona supposedly supposed to have a good defense, but if you have a good defense, there, why, why in the hell are you actually um, continuing to um, go back and forth with these teams and, and, and have it like a high-scoring game for the most part, you know? So, I mean, I thought you had a good, decent defense, you know, and I think you have like a... Your 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 defense is spotty. Your, your defense, it depends on um, who you're actually playing. You know, if you're playing a, a, a better better offense, um, I think your defense is shaky. When you're playing an average offense, then it looks like your defense is a little better than average. So I think that you're going against a better offense um, with the Seattle Seahawks. Of course, you know, Russell, West, um, Russell, Wilson, Russell Wilson will definitely give you what you want to get in a quarterback that's touchdowns, you know, that's you know, um, you know, um, giving you the third third downs and converting yeah. on thirds, yeah. you know, moving the chains. Um, like 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 his interview is like, you know, this is what everybody go through. People are gonna have their ups and downs, but again, I like how he. Spoke and, and the crazy thing is Marcus when when he was when I was looking at the interview from him I told my wife I'm like God this nigga sound like Marcus you feel me like he was just so poison what he was saying but but yeah um I think that 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 you're gonna have this game the Seahawks is gonna be a, a, a close game at first but then they're, they're not gonna have anything for Kyler Murray and D Hop like are gonna have no.
1: That's basically what I'm saying. I just feel like they can't keep up with that offense. That yeah. offense is right now.
0: You know exactly, exactly. So uh, I'm gonna say that the Arizona Cardinals is gonna it's gonna be close, but then you know they're gonna win in the end by two at least ten to two touchdowns. Two touchdowns or ten points. So let's just say thirty five to twenty four.
1: All right, cool. Yeah, I could definitely fucks with that. I think uh, it's going to be like a 34-27 uh, uh, type of game. And okay. the Cardinals are getting three points uh, just for all those betters out there. So it's, even if you don't think the Cardinals are going to win the game, I feel like they'll keep it close with the three points. You may go to three and a half, and if the Seattle wins by a field goal, you still win with the Cardinals. So that is the Thursday night game, the Thursday night special. Uh, So let's just move into the college game Saturday. Now, first, before we even go into those games, let's just address the situation that we all dealing with right now, which is the COVID-19 situation. Bullshit. I mean... I need this to just go away, bro. Like, damn, like how, and it's getting worse. Like it's getting worse, not only in the state, not only in the county, in the country, but all over the world, it's, it's just like, everything is like spiking back up. You got- Hold on, hold on, hold
0: on, devil got, a- advocate. Like, do you really think that, cause my whole thing is I'm like, it's funny, like right, right after this election is now you're saying that it's going right back up. And then now you're saying that the vaccine that you guys want to go ahead and give to the, to the um community is, is ready you know it takes like normally 4 years to approve a vaccine and we got this vaccine within less than a year so it's just convenient for me you know that 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 um this vaccine well, not this vaccine but covid is on a on a rise again so
1: yeah i, I think uh, everybody's kind of well most everybody's waiting on a vaccine um i mean it's it's questionable if people are even going to take it or not because i saw a report saying that Almost over fifty percent of people are are would are waiting for a vaccine just to even go to a game. Man, they're like, nah, I'm staying home. I'm just gonna watch the game on TV until there's a legit vaccine and I see that it's working. You know, I was,
0: I was asking my um my wife like early. I was like, what do you think um they'll do um like for the for the sports? You know, will they mandate the vaccine
1: to play? You I, know. Would. I think they would mandate it. You know, like as soon as you come into the building or the practice, practice facility, I feel like they're going to mandate people to take the vaccine.
0: You think You think you're going to get a lot of backlash? You think everybody going to want to go ahead and take it?
1: I mean, of course, there's going to be people that that going to opt out of it, just like how people opted out of this season. There's players who yeah. opted out of this season. So there's definitely going to be people who opt out of it. But I think it's definitely going to be a situation. And we said all of this to say, And news came out this week that the Hurricanes games have been postponed. So a game that I would normally be at this week, I was planning to go to, what up, Tyson? What's 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 good, bro? And, uh, (laughs) yeah, so uh, a game that I would normally be at this Saturday against Georgia Tech, which hopefully they would have just mopped these dudes, got moved to, like, mid-December. Their next game is not until – December as well like first week of December against Wake Forest which is on the road so yeah so games have been postponed due to COVID there was a breakout you know a couple of weeks ago and and that seems to keep on spreading I think that's a point that that shouldn't be understated is that a lot of the players that that would have played uh, in these last couple of games, had COVID or 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 was uh, involved <laughs> with now not my dog's barking. You hear Rocky, Rocky's barking. He, 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 he can smell guys. Tyson over there. <laughs> like, Who's that, bro? That's a dog in my house. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like players like Xavier Restrepo ha- haven't been playing. Um, you know, other freshman players like Corey Flag, which is a, one of the you know, big uh, recruits at linebacker that was expecting to get some playing time, haven't been playing. Mm -hmm. So obviously that got worse all of a sudden uh, this week. So I think it's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time, because now I guess you have some time to get healthy. Hopefully by the time we get to wait for us, you have all your players back and ready to go. And um, basically just, you know, for people out there that just want to know, They'll play Wake Forest, and then they'll play North Carolina. And if they are eligible for the ACC championship game, then, of course, they'll play in the ACC championship game in that following week. If they are not eligible for that game, then they'll play that Georgia Tech game that they were supposed to play this week, that following week. So hopefully we never have to see Georgia Tech at all, and we play play in the ACC championship game that week which um, causes all kinds of conflicts for me because that's the high school state championship week uh, that week. So I don't know how many places I'm going to be. It's going to be a very, very busy, busy early couple of weeks in December. But anyways, let's just get to the, the games that we can pick this week. And Ohio State plays Indiana. Last week, their game was canceled against Maryland, which we, I kind of wanted to see too, his little brother, by the yeah, way. Yeah, man. <laughs> came back from Maryland, you know, so I kind of wanted balling to. See, too what balling, uh, What's that? he been balling, too. Yeah, he, he was balling, so I wanted to see exactly what he was going to do against Ohio State. Ohio State, I did see them play a little bit. They're not as good as last year, bro. They are not as good as last year. Now, who is better this year is Justin Fields. Justin Fields, is like his percentage is is if he ended the if he ended the season right now he would have the best single season completion percentage in college football history. Hold on, hold
0: on, <laughs> but but didn't Dwayne Haskins look great in Ohio State?
1: He also did look. That's a very. So, good so point. I'm like, that's a very good point. But I, I think Justin Fields is way better than, than than Dwayne Haskins. I mean. I like Dwayne Haskins in college too. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to front, but I feel like um, Justin Fields has really elevated his his game. He is not that far from Trevor Lawrence. It's basically the point I'm trying to make. So it'll be interesting to see what he does against an Indiana team, Indiana. You know, they beat Penn state. They're undefeated. They've been playing pretty well. Uh, You do have one of the Mullen boys down here from South Florida playing for Indiana so, you know, they're starting to get some pretty good recruits over there. But I still feel like Ohio State is going to find a way to win this game in, in, in a game of a top 10 teams. Both of these of teams the top 10. I feel like Ohio State, although, like I said, the team not as good as last year. I actually feel like Ohio State should have probably beat Clemson last year in the playoff uh, game. But I still feel like they'll find a way to win to beat uh, Indiana.
0: Like always, you know, um, this is not even, like, for me, it's not even a question. I mean, you have certain teams that's never top 25, let alone top 10. That's the Indiana's this basketball school. Like, this is not a football. I mean, you got a football team, but, like, we know what it is. The same thing when it comes to UM. I mean, it's not based on basketball. It's based on football. You know, don't nobody know go to Alabama for basketball. They go for football. So, you know, going to this game right now, of course, you know, they're not the same from last year. Of course, they lost a lot of people and you have people that's not playing because of COVID or, you know, they just decided not to play the whole season because of the COVID, you know, you gain the inconsistency in play and and practicing and all of that. So for me, I mean, it's a no brainer um, with Ohio State. Ohio State is a team that they're, that this is what they do. They breathe, sleep, football. You know, um, I mean, you got the basketball school. Of course, you're ranked, I think, number nine, nine or ten. I'm not even going to take too much time on this game. You got um, Fields is looking decent. You know, like I said, you know, he looks like, you know, Dwayne Haskins for me. I mean, better than Dwayne Haskins. But look, at and the man. end of the day, you're surrounded by five-star players, four-star players. I don't even think you got anything. Three or two star players on your team, so you have nothing but the best on your team, huh?
1: If they do, they on the bench, probably.
0: Yeah, they are on the bench, you know. But but yeah, you know, why would you not look good? For me, why would you not look good? So so you know, regardless of the fact, and, and just a plain fact, I mean, y'all only played like one or two games, possibly three, and, and you're ranked number three. That just shows you, that just shows you what it is. Everybody know that this is a high power team. You know, they're normally top five, top 10, let alone top five, one or two, you know? I mean, it's a no brainer. I'm not yeah. gonna pick no basketball team against a football team that's been winning, <laughs> you know, all the time. Even though I hate they bitch ass for winning against the University of Miami with that nah, bullshit ass nah, flag, nah,
1: you know? Nah, nah,
0: nah. But, but, but again phantom flag it's gonna be a domination i don't think it's gonna be a close game i think you know ohio state gonna put their foot on their throat you know and it's gonna be like 42
1: to like 21 wow wow you know it's funny how you you, you called that score too because i was about to give you the spread which i usually do and guess what it is what minus 20 so it's almost like right on the head. <laughs> you, and you know, know
0: the, you know the crazy thing is I don't even gamble. So <laughs> as far as the spreads and all, know. I never look. I don't even like Marcus will have to teach me. Like you know, when it's like a two point favor or three point, I don't even know none of that shit. Well, and, well,
1: basically, since you you called it forty one twenty, right? Forty one twenty. That means you're saying bet with Ohio state because they're going to win by 21 points, which is just over 20 points. Okay. So if okay. you think it's going to be anywhere closer than that, or you think Indiana's going to win, of course, then you bet Indiana. So <laughs> I say all that to say, I think Indiana's going to make it just a little bit closer than that. You know, I feel like they will make the spread in this game and, you know, cover the spread, but just a little bit though, but by, by like a field goal. So uh-huh. it's, if you go 41-20, I, I say 41-23, you know, just like that. You know, I but feel like they'll make it closer. Than but the they'll X-
0: drop. The Ohio State, the reason why I say that, because Ohio State is trying to stay in, stay in the top three. They're not trying to drop, you know. I only, like I said, they only played a few games. If, if they look like, you know, they're not they're not, you know, capitalizing on the spread or making people money on the spread, they're going to drop. So so for them to stay in the top 3 they need to do what it do cuz look Miami won last week 25-24 we dropped and we won yeah. so you yeah. know yeah. you you don't want it you you want to make sure that if you want to stay okay. top 3 yeah, at least top 4 you know um, you want to make sure that you do what you need to do and I think that's exactly what Ohio State's going to do
1: um, you know yeah, we'll, they, we'll see we'll see uh, I think the polls are bogus right now I mean a lot of people was mad because the Hurricanes dropped you know, but I think it, it really doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter because there's a bunch of teams that are in the top 25. They they ain't got no business being in the top 25 because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of teams that still haven't even played a game yet. Like Utah, who should be a pretty good team this year, hasn't even played yet. You know, you, uh, USC, I think, played two games. Oh. Ohio State, who we was just talking about, only played three. So, I mean, don't pay attention to the polls. I, if you're a Hurricanes fan and you got mad because the Hurricanes dropped, I mean, for one, yeah, you lost against you. won against a, a team that you probably should have beat by more, uh, just because they got three losses to you one. But you know, don't worry about that as long as we went out and we could play for ACC championship game. That's all that matters.
0: And, and, and not just that. Piggybacking off what he's saying, I don't even mind if we don't play in the ACC um um championship game. You know why? Because that's why D-Eric King came over here. He came over here to be on that stage. If we wind up, if COVID wind up. Fucking up that whole shit. He's gonna come here another season. I don't want this just being a one and out. You know what I mean? I I, I want to continue. <laughs> exactly. I want to continue having a quarterback that's gonna give me the, the the all right. We're gonna win. All right. We're gonna win. Oh, you we we got a shot. You know. So if we can go ahead and win out, you know, not make the ACC, not because we lost, is because you know, Notre Dame beat Clemson. We could always sell that to these prospects that want to come here in 2021 and 2022. We could be like, yo, you feel know I me?" Mean? And then they'll go ahead and sign on with the, with, with the um, Kane. So again, like I get, like I said, Wester Thomas, I see the future and <laughs> yeah, I see I'm, that. The-
1: going to say that you over <laughs> yeah. here trying to predict the future. I hope you're right on this. You know, if that happens, we gonna circle back to this podcast and be mm-hmm. like, all right, Wester Thomas was what, hitting on it. <laughs> you know <laughs> hopefully that happens so I mean damn you just making it feel making me feel good because it's like a win-win situation exactly like, yeah, make, it make it we good you know <laughs> so, so it's a great season although it's been a crazy season 2020 um uh-huh. sports fans um you know I can't ask for anything better for what's has happening in 2020 exactly so, so, yeah, let's just roll into the next game. The only other, you know, I guess somewhat decent Florida team. I mean, we're not going to talk about the Gators because the Gators are going to mop Vanderbilt, you know, yep. to the next, you know, week. And, you know, obviously they they mopped Arkansas last week. I picked, I picked against them again last week. But, of course, you know, that's my hurricane fandom coming out. So Florida is definitely a legit uh, contender. We'll see what they do, I mean, uh, as the season progresses. But another team uh, that will be playing this week is UCF. And UCF has a chance to actually slay one of the Giants in the the top ten right now that trying to sneak into the playoffs, which is Cincinnati. They're undefeated right now. Cincinnati, interesting, is playing the role of what UCF used to play um, because UCF has lost a couple of they lost three games this season I think already so Mm -hmm. they are not the UCF of old so Cincinnati is kind of replacing that team so I I think this is an opportunity for UCF to really remind the nation that they are still one of those legit teams coming out of Florida like that
0: quarterback came back also so you know that changed the whole perspective you know you had a quarterback that he was he was basically godly for for that team you Know, let's not say he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but he did a lot for that team and he got so injured and he's back.
1: The kid could play, though, a legit that kid could play, man. Like, just watching him play Milton and he's from Hawaii, too. I just want to point out, so he's from that pedigree of Tua and you know, all these other you know, players that have come out of Hawaii recently. But uh, but go ahead, uh, who, who you think is going to win that game between Cincinnati and UCF, and then I'll give you my pick.
0: I mean, I think I think um, Cincinnati's going to win, even though I want them to lose, so the Canes could go ahead and hurdle their ass. But um, I think the Canes is ranked nine. I, I, I'm, nah, I think they're ranked 11. Regardless, yeah, you know, if they're ranked they're 11, you know. Right now. Huh? You're yeah, we're well out the top 10. 10 so, so we should be ranked 11 right now since he ranked number 10. Since he loses, Miami go ahead and jumps them. Um Miami, I think we're gonna go ahead and keep dropping because we're not gonna be playing for the next two weeks. So um, you know, that's one thing we need to worry about. But for this game, um, you got UCF, you got that quarterback that came back. Um, I think he still got something to prove, you know. Like they were saying, Oh, you know, they they won championships, and of course, you know, they never really won a championship. That, that but... <laughs> exactly. They even had a think, a parade, you they know, behind after... that. You know, so so yeah everything <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say that um cincinnati is gonna win um i don't want that to happen i really want ucf to win um but like marcus said they already lost three games um yeah you got the quarterback that came back but look you're dealing with a, a team that's um they feel i'm pretty sure they feeling they self you know they want to make the playoffs they want to go ahead and keep building on this and their then their um football staff is is, is going to have them prepared to kind of dominate U, UCF you know um I'm just going to go ahead and say uh Cincinnati is going to win 28 to 21.
1: 28 21 almost hit the spread again the spread, <laughs> the spread is Cincinnati by six So you got about one point once again going with the favorite. But I'm going to go with the underdog on this one, man. I'm going to go with UCF in this game to cover and to win outright. Uh, I just feel like, you know, Cincinnati, it's a bunch of hype with them. Uh, Yeah, I I don't feel like they played any legit teams as of yet. And I think UCF has a chip on their shoulder. And I feel like when they win this game, they're probably going to say that they won another championship. But who cares? (laughs) As long as they beat Cincinnati, and like you said, the Hurricanes move up a little bit, uh, if Cincinnati loses, get these, you know, you know pretenders out of the way. Uh, I just feel like Cincinnati is um, overrated a little bit, and I think UCF, you know, is catching them at the perfect time to really beat them, so I picked them to cover that six at least, uh, but right. definitely thinking about them winning the game outright, you okay. know, i i ain't mad at that either so um got a few minutes left uh in in our podcast uh for the the midweek edition of the mark west sportscast definitely follow us on instagram too that that shit is lit man so you know watch watch our stories uh our posts um you know i i, I got a feeling we got a, a couple more posts uh to, to put up soon uh, just based on this on this podcast i feel like um we got a couple more posts uh, we need to put up, but I do want to talk about high school football this week with the Benjamin report mm-hmm. big games this week. I mean, these games, you know, to kind of let, you know, West can really decide the championship because as you know, and I know championships run championships run through South Florida mm-hmm. for the most part. And interestingly enough, Chaminade Madonna three time state champion, right? They get to play who? Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke and Miami Edison. Yeah, that's right. Miami Edison, the, the school out of Little Haiti, baby, right there on 62nd, is balling this year. Balling. You know, they they uh took out Norland um uh, pretty handily. I mean they they handed them a pretty, you know, embarrassing loss. So I really feel like it's gonna be a game. And you know, against Chaminade, the thing about Chaminade is that they got a great running game, and you could argu- arguably say that they got the best defense in the state. But their quarterback play, you know, sometimes suspect. You know, they do got that work ho- workhorse with Thad Franklin from the um committed to the U. So look out for him next seat, um, possibly next season. You already see in the work that the Hurricanes are putting in with freshman running backs this season. I expect that to continue next season, especially if Cam Harris decides to go to the NFL.
0: He should because he's been gooking. I'm sorry.
1: He has. He has. I'm. I'm not sure what's going on with him. Uh, maybe he hasn't been practicing as much. Uh, I don't know what to say. What's going on with Cam Harris? But yeah, I... like
0: his shit don't stink. His ass over here is not loyal. You keep shit in in house. Do not go on social media and talk your bullshit saying that you're not getting carries. No, I don't know what's going on.
1: Right. I, I didn't even hear about that, but, you know, I believe it, you know, I feel, and, you know, he's just not running with that, uh that fervor that you expect from a, from a Miami running back. Don Chaney is, Jalen Knighton is, Jalen Knighton is a little just undersized. Once that boy gets big, he'll be good to go. But, um, but yeah, back to this game, I feel like, um, unfortunately, Edison is going to take a loss here I you know I, I don't I, I don't want to be wrong on this game though because if I'm wrong on this I'm gonna be mad that I didn't, <laughs> pick, that I didn't pick Edison to, to beat Chaminade but you know the coach over there Damon Jones uh, he's a great coach uh, I think he's rather underrated I feel like he could get a college coaching job you know very soon just with the program that he's built over there at Chaminade and I think they're gonna find a way to win a close game against Edison and and the and Luke's uh Luke's boys, uh over there at uh, you know in Little Haiti. So I think they win that game. But the big prime time matchup of the week is American Heritage versus Miami Northwestern. I mean, that's a good these, game. These are arguably the two best teams in the state. You know, uh, Max Preps, who covers high school nationally, said that 5A, which is the division that they play in, or the class they play in, is the is one of the best in the state. And it's because of these two teams. I mean, you got Hurricanes commits all over the the field in James Williams. Um, You got legacy players from Miami like uh, Earl Little Jr. Um, You got uh, Nesta Silvera's little brother, Boogsy Silvera, who's a dog um, on (laughs) (laughs) uh, American Heritage. Uh, But Miami Northwestern, I think they're more of a complete team. They both have really young quarterbacks who, you know, are inconsistent at times, although they do play against high-level competition. I can't see myself picking against Miami Northwestern in this game just because I feel like their playmakers on the outside are just slightly better than American Heritage's playmakers, one of which is Romello Brinson, also committed to the U. Dude just makes a play damn near every game. And I feel like he is one of those players that can play receiver, possibly next season for the U like on the field. So I think he is going to be the difference in this game. Like just the plays that he makes, if they can get the ball in his hands, I feel Northwestern wins a very, very close game, but low scoring because both of these defenses are just, you know, vicious, you know? So I feel like this is going to be like a, 16 14, type of game where Northwestern's uh, kicker wins it. Uh, the boy Leo Zwazo, who's who a really good one of the best kickers in South Florida, I think he wins it on the last second field goal.
0: I was going to uh, ask um, with the head coach of Northwestern, like,
1: didn't they fire Max? They did not fire Max. Um, well, he was in some controversy bringing it back to COVID. Uh, forcing not forcing but like he held practice when they weren't supposed to like when it was like the height in the spring when you know COVID was booming like he held practice like like nothing was going on you know <laughs> so they kind of you know threatened yeah they threatened to him yeah that's how that's how important winning is you know for for that program for Liberty City you know it, it's really important for them to continue to win I mean this is a team that won three state championships. Yeah, that's know?
0: why I was like, you know, when I seen it on the news, I'm like, I could have sworn they fired him. I was yeah. surprised when they fired him, you know, but I, I didn't understand, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they didn't fire him. Um, he apologized for what he did publicly and he was forgiven for it. So he's continuing to coach uh, for the Bulls. Uh, there were some rumors that he was going to go to Flomo and start to coach their, their team. But, you know, that fizzled out But, um, yeah, I think Northwestern, you know, ends up winning that game uh, just because, you know, uh, that playmaker in Romello Brinson is better than the playmakers on um, uh, American Heritage. So the one other big game of the week is Gulliver, two private schools, Gulliver versus Cardinal Gibbons. you got the Dade private school in Gulliver against the Broward private school in Cardinal Gibbons. Now, both of these teams got playmakers all over the field, really great. Uh, quarterback play as well. I think this is probably one of the most competitive games that is going to go back and forth type of game. Uh, I see it being a high-scoring type of affair because both of these teams are, are just explosive. Cardinal Gibbons runs an air raid offense, so it's a fast-paced uh, offense. Uh, Troy Stilato, who is a Clemson commit receiver, one of the best playmakers in South Florida. And because of that, I, I pick – Cardinal Gibbons to to beat Gulliver in in a close game. I mean, I am going to be at the Northwestern American Heritage game just because, you know, there's just going to be too much star power on that field to miss it. But I'm sad that uh, I am going to miss this game here because it's probably going to be the most fun to watch. Uh, The other game is going to be more of a defensive battle. This one's going to be a high-flying affair. And I think the winner of this game, wins the state championship. And I also thought that about the last game and the, the one before, too. So it's 3A with the Edison Chaminade, 5A with Northwestern American Heritage, and 4A with Cardinal Gibbons and Gulliver. And I think the winners of all of these games win states. That's how good South Florida football is. And I think Cardinal Gibbons wins a very close shootout type of game. I'm going to say 41 to yeah. Yeah, forty-one to thirty-eight. Cardinal Gimmons wins a close one. We'll see if they can win a second straight title. Oh, well, second title. Nah, not straight, a second title for that school. So those are the picks for the week. Um uh, for, for the high school. And I believe we're we're all set as far as nah,
0: we ain't set yet. You know, we gotta yeah. jump into that versus battle tomorrow. You feel oh, me? You got Jeezy versus oh, Gucci. You feel me? Yeah, on um, Jeezy the snow cone. <laughs> and you got <laughs> Gucci man. You feel me? Now again, you know, I grew up listening to both. I, I know,
1: listen um, to both. I, I'm big fans of both, like straight up. Like anybody who knows me knows I'm a big fan of Gucci and Young Jeezy. Like exactly. it, it's hard to choose who who's really better. I feel like maybe Gucci to me. You're you you're a street nigga. Gucci Compared has, to Jeezy. Gucci, to me, has a more number of hits. Like, he has a ridiculous catalog. Like, his shit is so long. long. <laughs> like, you, I don't think people really understand his mixtape game. His mixtape game, to me, is... Worse is than Lil Wayne. Anybody else. Yeah, you could definitely say it's, it's better than Lil Wayne, and that's saying a lot. I'm telling you, Gucci, man's uh, mixtape game gives him a chance to win but as far as like the bigger hits the bigger hits where you hear that you hear the song in the club and you like oh you put your drink down because you need the jam a while out it's Jeezy for me you know like there's certain songs I mean the first album you could play that the yeah. whole way through
0: yeah the motivation on, on the one
1: come on man you could play that thing the whole way through and Gucci Gucci's uh, albums are not as strong yeah. as, as Jeezy's albums. You yeah. Know? I feel like Jeezy's uh 103 uh was, was amazing as well. Uh recession was- see,
0: but you gotta think about it though, man. When, you know, you got Jeezy, you know, he got he got um Def Jams, you know, backing him. I mean, um Gucci Man was doing everything independent. Uh, all them albums that he was doing, I mean, besides him coming out of jail. And then getting signed to Atlantic, you know, and getting that little extra push. But before then, like Mm -hmm. Gucci was doing his thing by himself. So, you know, I understand where you are coming from, because I remember going to uh, a TI Jeezy concert. The crazy thing was it was a TI concert and um, Jeezy came out first. Everybody was standing. Nobody Mm -hmm. sat down when T.I. came out, that's when people sat down, people was drinking, okay. people went to get concession. It was at the AAA, you know, so, so again, you know, Jeezy got a complete different respect um, than T.I. It's like it was, to should have been reversed. It should have been the headliner would have been Jeezy and, you know, whoever on um, T.I. would have been, you know, his opening act or whoever came out before him. But yeah, I mean, like I said, be, because of his whole discography, of course, you know, I got, I got Practically all of Gucci Mane's um, albums. This is before the Spotify's and everything like that. Yeah. Like I could literally had every last
1: one of his dial, albums.
0: You, you feel me?
1: Off a of computer.
0: <laughs> exactly. You feel me? From Bird Russia to you know to, to all these um different songs that he um and albums that he actually had. So like you said, I don't think that his albums was better than Jeezy albums. Of course, you know. But I think because he got so much music, he could pick like three songs from this um, mixtape, three songs from this mixtape, you know, five songs from this mixtape, you know? But again, I think it, it, it really depends on uh, what what songs they decide to actually play. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because like, <clears throat> even with the Rick Ross versus the 2 Chains, there was so much songs that Ross could have played that he didn't play. Yeah.
1: Right, songs right, right. that
0: I expected him to play that he didn't play, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? But again, I thought he did that because that was his homeboy. Now you have Jeezy and I'm glad you,
1: be- before you keep going. Let me ask you who you think won that one? Because I-, I pretty much watched that one. Who you think oh, won? Ross or Two Chains? Ross won hands down. Ross, you know. Ross killed it, bro. It, it was like it was like two chains was like, damn, he was trying to pull something out at the end because he was pretty much done. I mean, he does have some great features. Uh, 2 Chains does, but Rick Ross, you, you like I always love Ross like from Port of Miami, you know. I've always loved Ross for uh, for obvious reasons, but like after that battle, I really realized, wow. This dude really has a catalog, bro. Yeah. Like he got a serious catalog that you could put put up with almost anybody. And not yeah. just that,
0: even with, with the Ross, you know, you have, um, Jay-Z don't make a lot of songs with people. Ross got like maybe six, seven songs with, with Jay-Z, even though I don't like Jay-Z, you know, the whole Tupac situation, that's the whole reason. You but,
1: because, your
0: heart, bro. hey, <laughs> hey, still, man, still, you know, I only fuck with the real, you know, and I don't like the way his ass and Beyonce never go to um, BT Awards or any other awards, just like, you know, we're the one helping you make this money, and you don't even have the respect to even come. You never come, like literally never come. I think I have seen one. I don't normally watch BET Awards anyway, but even when I don't, even when I um don't watch them, that's one of the topics. Beyonce and Jay Z didn't show up, you know. So I don't like people like that. You know, if we if you know that you're gonna get an award and you know people acknowledging you, at least show up. You feel me? That's one thing. But going back to the Gucci man and And um jeezy, I mean you got one that said that you try to set me up.
1: You feel me? I I was hoping (laughs) we were gonna touch on that too, because like damn, did they they did they totally squash the beef? Like like,
0: they ain't ain't squashed that they ain't squashed that beef. Um um they Gucci Man, but you gotta understand Gucci Man really a street nigga. You feel me, and and, and I know you probably like damn Jeezy Street nigga too. Look what he's talking about, but the yeah. people, the people that was around Jeezy is calling him pussy, Big Meach. Everybody know Big Meach from BMF. You know he's saying um Jeezy a square. He's saying Jeezy ain't no real nigga. You know, so so again that 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 goes back to what I was saying with with, with the whole Jeezy and 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 um Gucci. I didn't really understand why they was beefing. I know it was like probably because of that song. Um, you know, my hang chain, uh, um, hang down to my dick. That song, you know, it's supposed to be on, is, is Gucci Mane's song supposed to be on Gucci Yeah. I'm so icy. It was supposed to be on Gucci Mane's album, but T.I., not T.I., but Jeezy wanted to put it on his album, which would not have been a problem, but your album was coming out before mine. So how you, how you want me to put the song that's number one everywhere on your album that's coming out before mine? Maybe if it came after, it wouldn't be no pressure. You know what I'm saying? So I guess Jeezy felt some type of way about it, but damn, that's not your song. Like, how you trying to dictate to a real street nigga how he gonna move with his motherfucking music? So, um, I I heard it was like a setup, you know. I heard, um, Jeezy try to set up Gucci Man with this female, you know, had some niggas run up in his crib and Gucci Man murked that nigga. You feel me? So,
1: yeah, I heard that too.
0: Like, it's a lot of.
1: I'm glad to see it happen though, because when I saw the news come out, I was just like, okay, like I thought they had beef. That that was like the first thing that came to my mind, but I'm glad to see it. And and it's going to be fun, fun to watch, you know, for, you know, Gucci Mane fans and young Jeezy fans like myself and Wes, you know, it's, you know, we couldn't ask for maybe a better matchup, but this is going to be judged though. You know, you know, real niggas will judge it one way and then, you got, the, you got the females. Bands, you, got, you got females that, that'll that judge it a different way. Right? Yeah. So I think the real niggas will probably go with the Gucci side. Gucci. And then the females will go with the Jeezy side because like I said before, Jeezy's just got more more hits. Um, Not just that, but his dime know, is on that, that fuck yeah. He, he's got more, more hits that are more popular than I yeah, think. and
0: he got his dime. His dime is on the reel on that show. She's going to motherfucking that generate dude. a lot of people that that's going to go ahead and be like, oh, that's her, her husband or potential or a
1: future husband. You know, hey, but, hey, support. But, but, but they, they fuck with uh, Gucci Man's wife, too, because oh yeah, her wife is a ride or, ride or die, man. Yeah. She, like, saved up money while he was in jail, mm-hmm. uh, brought back another million for him, and, and, and kept him going. You know, yeah. it's like it's like he never left. You but, know, yeah, it,
0: it, and she she basically like kind of changed his whole life because he constantly was going to jail, constantly right. was you know doing certain type of drugs. Right now, his right. mind is it, it looked like his mind is clear. He's a different yeah. person. But again, uh, the last the last maybe year, you start getting the old Gucci Mane back. Like you, you you feel me? Because when he first came out, he had this whole you know, doing the right thing. And he's still on that. But eventually I see him um, ban somebody off of a video, a, mu- a music video set that kind of snitched on him and thought that it was sweet. So, um yeah, he wind up um like turning into the old Gucci man. When we get off this podcast, go ahead and look that up. This Gucci man, he basically like, made this nigga turn into a bitch in front of everybody, you feel me? Because of something that he did previously to win Gucci um, that basically got Gucci locked up, basically snitched on Gucci, Gucci got locked up. Again, Gucci should, should be kind of happy, but nobody should be happy to go to jail. But look, when he came out of jail, look at him now. He's a better person.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm happy to see it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens here. Um, I'm rooting for just a good show. Um, you know, I'm gonna now,
0: have my popcorn ready.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have my popcorn ready. I'm gonna have my beverage ready. Ooh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it to be fun uh, listening to that. So uh, that's gonna be a wrap on, on the Mark West Sportscast podcast. Uh-huh. So uh, we just gave you the picks. Uh, we gave you that real lookout for that battle tomorrow, Thursday night football, Saturday games, and then we give you that real podcast. Um, Alright, so signing off, see you next time.